and uh, Google has over 251 products and services which includes Google Scholar that benefit us as researchers right right so these are some of the applications and uh, product that Google has huh? and what is Google Scholar so Google Scholar some say that Google Scholar is a digital library some say that it is a free public uh, web search engine for scholarly literature so the keyword here is scholarly literature it is a search engine that provides you a simple and easy way easy platform to be used by anybody starting from common common men uh, novice researchers also uh, up to the expert uh, researchers in any disciplines or any field in any fields huh? uh, Google Scholar allow us to search across multiple databases huh? which is really suitable for us to do our academic literature searching okay and it search across many disciplines and sources okay be in science or social science arts and literature okay where sources come from uh, publishers website or databases uh, repositories as well as uh, other websites huh? by using google scholar for us as a researcher because what google scholar offer us is a place where uh, it increase our uh, visibility of our scholarly scholarly uh, literature our our publication research publication eh? so uh, google scholar has this uh, ability to help us increase our visibility in our uh, academia realm okay okay what are the contents available in google scholar uh, we can put it into this acronym uh, i call it tech bank okay it has thesis it has articles which for us as a researcher as academic researcher are really rely on when we're doing our research publication uh, our postgraduate thesis and dissertation it also has uh, conference papers books abstracts and also court opinions okay but for this uh, uh, session we will focus on how to get the content that help us in doing our research writing okay scholarly writing scholarly uh, papers right so all these contents come from like i said before uh, academic publishers okay like Science Direct by Elsevier, okay. We have ITP. Uh, we also have like, uh, yeah, you can name it all sort of uh, databases up out there. Uh, it also comes from professional societies, okay, like AIP, IPS, and all that. And also sources come from online repositories, okay that comes from universities and also other websites that 
configured properly according to the requirement of Google Scholar. Literature from journal articles in uh, different subject areas, but mainly come from so science and technology related. Okay. Uh, another uh, features that help us as a researcher that Google Scholar offer us offers to us is it provides uh, citation information about the articles, which really help us while doing our literature searching. Uh, I will show you a little bit on that when we do our hands-on after this. So many of academic library subscription-based databases such as ScienceDirect, Emerald, ProQuest, etc. are searchable in Google Scholar. Okay? So it's like you're having a one platform to search across so many different databases. Alright, what are the differences between Google versus Google Scholar? Okay, for novice researchers, they can differentiate much because they're looking for, as long as it is available on the internet, they take it, and put it into their writings, okay? So, we have to be able to differentiate between these two, right? Okay, the first one is the scope where the scope of Google is very broad, cover everything from the good things up to the junk, okay? To so many things, good and bad. Yeah? Whereas for Google Scholar, the scope is more focused on research content, okay? The second one is data and the information that available on Google or uh, public, uh, search engine, huh? they provide us with free and or content comes from a free and open website. Whereas Google Scholar provide us with data and information that index by, uh, comes from publishers and repositories. And the third one is the result findings, where in Google or in normal uh, search engine, the result, the result is on a general uh, aspect of the results. Huh? Whereas in Google Scholar, the result is more on research base. Huh? Articles based on research being done by other researchers, the authors huh? that doing their research in their specific fields and disciplines. So, Google Scholar for researchers. There are benefits, like uh, three key benefits for us as a researcher when we're doing uh, using Google Scholar. Okay. Uh, the first one, of course, when we do our literature searching, okay, it provides us an ultimate search tool. Okay, particularly useful for finding PDF. Okay from repositories and other free sources, okay? When we can access to the publisher's version, a publisher's PDF version, we can get the same article come from other repositories and other open source 
open free resources. It able to, we able to identify a collection of articles from a particular research topic, okay, by using digital snowball technique, okay, where I will be showing you how to do it after this. And Google Scholar also promotes meta-analytic studies. Like I said before, by using one platform, you can search within multiple databases. I can see like almost 85 to 90% uh, scholarly literature that available on the net are being indexed by Google Scholar. Okay. Most of uh, renowned uh, publishers, databases are being indexed by Google Scholar. So you'll be able to search for articles related to your research field in uh, at the tips of your fingers, right? The third one, the second one, Google Scholar allow you to promote your research, okay? Because there's one feature in Google Scholar, uh, Google Scholar My Profile, allow us as a researcher to promote our public profile, okay? That link to Google Scholar results, okay? It also bridges scholarly research and social media where you can share among your colleagues huh? on your social media, all right? And the third one, Google Scholar allow us as a researcher to track our impact, our research impact, research that we uh, work like years huh? and we publish it and then we can check their research impact. Okay, you can view your own uh, article citations and uh, research metrics. It also uh, provide us with historical historical trends in research in our field, huh? in our particular field. Okay, now we're going to features that are available in Google Scholar. Okay. Because most of uh, most of us are using Google Scholar just for the sake of doing our literature search, okay? Without having to go through uh, each and every features that's available in Google Scholar that really help us to properly manage our uh, research process, okay? Okay, this is the layer of uh, Google Scholar so you can see like uh, trademark of simple search box up there okay so we'll go into detail while we're doing hands-on on it all right when Google Scholar is best to use okay first when we know the title of the article paper needed okay so you have a one specific article that you're looking for. So you just key in inside Google Scholar and then you can have the result as it is, okay? I will show you the example of it uh, while we're doing hands-on later. The second one is when we want to do a quick search on a particular topic, okay? Because uh, of course, when you're starting your research, you want to know Particular, uh, in particular topic, 
what are uh, literatures that's available for you to work on, right? The third one is when we want to have a quick overview of works by a particular author or a particular researcher, okay? So you identify a few uh, prominent scholars that you uh, really look up to, uh, that you want to refer because his, his research, his publications are related to your research topic, okay? So we can have a quick overview of his or her works in Google Scholar provided that he or she has Google Scholar, my profile. And the last one, we want to look for articles in a particular journal on a particular topic. So while combining these uh, two, uh, what we call uh, things, we have to use advanced keywords, right? So I'll show you. All right, so let us go to hands-on session. So to access to Google Scholar, you just type in scholar.google.com. Okay. All right, so this is the layout of uh, Google Scholar. So you can see on your left side, okay, there's a three bars here. This is where you can get to access to the main features of Google Scholar, okay? But to fully utilize all of these features, you have to sign in to your Gmail account, okay? So let us uh, log into uh, our Gmail account, okay? So now you have, uh, on your left side, you have my library, okay, my profile, and then we have alerts, we have metrics, we have advanced search and settings, okay. So my profile is a features that allow you to have your research profile, okay. Uh, our library in our normal class, eh? two hours class, we will cover into detail on how you want to uh, create your My Profile and then how you want to formulate and how you want to configure it so that your profile is uh, properly done and searchable and you can be categorized alongside with uh, colleagues uh, relate to your related to your research field okay so i really encourage you guys to join us in our uh, regular class every month okay the next one is my library this is where you have your safe article to be included into your my library so as you can see here this of all article that i have saved Okay, for my uh, research. Okay, so you can uh, label it according to your. Uh, this is a tip from me, where for every uh, safe articles in your my library, you can label it according to your chapters of your thesis. 
or chapters of your business papers. Okay, so you can label it according to like chapter one, uh, subtopic one, chapter two, subtopic three. So it's up to you on how you want to organize it. Okay, so you have here uh, labels. Okay, example. Like one or two, because this one is related to like chapter two, uh, subtopic three. So you can label it accordingly. You can create new. Okay, so it will be uh, properly grouped into that subject. Okay, and then we have alerts. Okay, these features allow us to have uh, to see all uh, uh, alerts that we have created. Okay, so for any keywords or any uh, authors, okay, that we want to follow, okay, we want Google Scholar to alert us. So you have the list, it, the list here. Okay, how you want to create it, I will show you later on. And then we have metrics. Okay, metrics allow us to see the top publication according to categories and subcategories. Okay. For example, uh, our field, our discipline is on humanities, literature, and arts. Okay, and then our subcategory, our topics is more related on gender studies. So you can click here, gender studies. So Google Scholar will list top 20 publications related to gender studies. This gives us an overview on where we want to publish our research papers later on okay while completing because while completing our phd or masters we have to at least publish at least one or two depending on where we uh, continue our uh, postgraduate studies okay and then we have settings okay so this is where you can configure all your settings okay what i want to highlight here is on library link Okay. This is where you can uh, get library access link. Okay, if your institution, your university has these uh, features, for example, USM, we have, uh, for example, USM library. Okay, we have. USM libraries, e-resources at USM Facilities, okay. And then now we have to, okay, request full text. So for any uh, contents that included in our subscription in uh, whatever uh, USM library has, you'll be able to see in Google Scholar search results, okay. I'll show you later on on the example of it, okay. Right. Okay. Now, let us do some searching. <coughs> Just now, uh, I share with you guys on uh, how you want to uh, do your searching. Okay, best to use when when Google Scholar is best to use. Okay. So, for example, when we know the title of the article. Okay. So let's say, for example. Changes for academic librarian. Okay, so when you have this one specific 
uh, article title. So Google Scholar will directly give you that one uh, precise result of that particular article to you. Okay. So you can see here on your left side, there's a limiters. Okay. Where you can arrange it. Okay. Later on, I will show you uh, in terms of how you want to use these limiters because this is the example of having like one article. Okay. When we have a very uh, big uh, search result, so how we want to use these uh, uh, features. Okay. And then here, this is the information of that uh, particular article. Okay. So this is the publisher's link. Okay, I will show you the differences of three, three different links. Eh? This is publisher's link. Okay, where when we click on it, it will bring us to the publisher's version of that particular article. Okay, for example, this article comes from uh, Journal of Australian Academic and Research Libraries. Okay, uh, publisher Taylor Francis. So, uh, when you click on it, if our library subscribe to it, you'll be able to get to the article straight away. Okay, let us click on it. Okay. So, you have it and then, yeah, you can just uh, download PDF. Okay. The link on your right side, okay, you see here html okay then online okay taylor and francis online.com okay this is an open access link okay provided that this link comes from any uh, for example like this one this is come straight from uh, publisher's version because this article is an open access article otherwise if if not, it will come from uh, you name it like ResearchGate or Academia.eu or come from uh, repositories from universities, okay, and other websites as well, okay. And then the third one is the link, the library link, okay, the one that we uh, set during during our setting just now, okay. So this will show you that this article is being subscribed by USM library okay so for example when you click to the open access link sometimes you click on it and then the link is broken so you have another alternative of having this all seven versions okay so you click on it you will get other alternative links huh, of the same article okay for example, here you have this is git.net. So when you click on this one, if it's broken, so you can have another link okay down here. Alright. Okay, let us see another example. Dr. Rojan. 
the first one this is the exact article that i'm looking for but i'm just uh, want to cut short the time okay so when you have this you see here if you have this exact title here okay when you search one and only so you have it the research result the search result will be like one and only article for you to get the information okay how about when we want to search for a particular topic okay for example i'm searching for instructional <coughs> design if you notice here when we key in one keyword okay google scholar will give you uh, choices are you looking for instructional design are you looking for instructional strategies so you can pick and choose whatever related to you so like myself i'm searching for instructional design so when i click on it so you have like yeah about 2.2 million results okay now let us go back to the left side you have here that I stained just now uh, previously on limited. So here you can uh, custom range your time of uh, publication. Okay, yeah, whether you want it like within one year or within two years. Okay, for example, I'm click on since 2018. So you have like 26,000. So the uh, number has been narrowed. Okay, numbers will be used. You can do custom range if you want to. Maybe you're searching like within three years, 2017. So you can just change that. And then you click search again. Okay, so you have like 38,000. Okay. So this is where you can limit the uh, result based on the time range. Okay. The next one, you can sort by relevance or sort by date. Okay. but I really advise you to let it be a sort by relevance because when you sort by date the relevancy of your search searching will be disappear okay and then you can take include patterns or include citations okay like myself because my research doesn't have anything to do with include patterns so I just untick that okay so the number will be reduced and then uh include citations okay i really suggest you guys to just let include citation as it is okay because sometimes that particular article although it's not available in google scholar you can search you can copy that uh title and then you can search in our uh, opac okay because we have a very strong uh printed version of uh, article at our Profiskan Hamza Sundut 2 VHS 2 so you can get the copy of it the hard copy of it from our collection okay and then the last one down here you can create it so if this keyword is really much uh, related to your topic so you can create it how you want to do that you just click on it Okay, so for any uh, okay any new articles uh, included inside Google Scholar, alert will be 
send to your Gmail account. Okay, to your email account. Okay, so if, if you want to create it, you can just click create alert. Okay, all right. That's the example of how you want to search for um, particular topic. Now, let's say you want to search for uh, authors, uh, scholar that related to your research field. For example, you have a very specific name, okay? Like, for example, I give you like Prof Asma, uh, our VC. So, when the author has their profile in Google Scholar, so the result will be on top. So, you can click on her profile. So, you will have all the list of all her publications. Okay. So, you can browse through. If it's related to your research, you can get it, you know. And then, you also can see how many citations. Okay. Uh, per article, okay, you then go into detail, okay, for each and every uh, citation can be divided into years, so you can see uh, the highest citation is 2015, okay? so you can click for example here, 2015, uh, there's like 21 citation, when you click this bar, you have the list of articles citing to our VC uh, article just now, okay, that 21 results that you can go through, okay, all right. For example, you're having like, you don't know the exact name of the author, maybe you like having like one part of his name or her name, okay, so you can just key in the uh, name the partial name of that author and then you can choose between what is available to you okay for example i'm searching for uh, muhammad amin Indi. so now this is the profile i click on it okay so if i want to well if i want google to uh, alert me with any new uh, citation new publication by this scholar i just click follow <coughs> And then I just click new articles, or new citation, and also new articles that related to this author's research. Okay, based on what uh, his research is all about. Okay, so when I click done, okay, alert is created. So this in my alert. Okay. Okay, another feature that I want to show you is advanced search, okay? This is when we want to look for uh, articles in particular journal on a, on a particular topic, okay? So if you see in this advanced search, you have this search box, you have uh, find articles with all the of the words uh, with the exact phrase, so you can play around with it, okay? And then, authored by who's the author, who's the uh, published in what the journal, okay? So, for example, I'm searching for uh, 
is that phrase cognitive theory right published in learning and instruction meaning to say that i'm searching for any articles related to uh, with the title of cognitive cognitive theory okay published in a journal of learning and instruction so this is how you want to narrow down your uh, searching okay so when you click search the result will be given to you 236 results okay so all these articles is published in learning and instruction journals okay so maybe you can yeah play around with your uh, the limiter okay. and then within two years for example so you have like 28 results okay usually when we talk about relevance in research it depends on uh, the field that uh, you're doing your research in okay Like for example, uh, if you're doing this is in uh, IT technology, the maximum uh, relevancy period is like three years. Whereas uh, normal relevancy period is like five years. Be it in social science or science, so you can work out within that um, uh, time range. Use another uh, searching. Okay, let's do work out on another search. Maybe we can search on, uh, for example, scholarly impact. Okay. Now, because just now we do in anywhere in the title, now we narrow it down into in the title of the article. Okay, and publish in Scientific Metric Journal. Now you have like 12 results okay if you see the results the number of results is very small how you want to expand your uh, literature because now we are doing literature searching we want to do our literature review when we don't have enough uh, literature so there's going to be problem okay our supervisors will ask us okay please dig more please search more look for more articles okay this is how you want to extend your uh, literature okay if you see down here we have cited by features okay and then we have related articles features these two tab is really good and this is the benefit of having google scholar for us as a researcher when we're doing our literature review okay Because why? Because from these uh, features, it will help us to expand. If in case like this example, you are having a small number of literature for you to review. So, for example, the first one, okay, you can click to cited by 270, okay. So you can browse all these 270. Maybe you want to sort like. In five years, okay. 
So you have another 167, which is, I believe, this workable uh, number of results that you can dig into. Okay. And then if it's related to you, you can, yeah, you can get this article and then do your uh, literature uh, review. Okay. All right. Okay, when you're using uh, Google Scholar within USM uh, territory, USM area, USM campus, usually you don't have any problem if uh, you want to access to the published version of that particular article. Okay, because when you activate that uh, library link features, it also tells you that these articles is available in our subscription so meaning to say when you access it inside usm library you just click to the publish publishers version link so you will have the pdf of the published version okay but if you want to access it access it outside usm area okay we have uh, what we call um, platform that you can access it we call it off-campus access okay you can find it here in our library website here you can use open attempts and then there's tab in there so you can use it there all right next i want to show you on one extension features of Google Scholar that really help you when you're doing your uh, research. Okay, so the name of it is Google Scholar button. Okay, this extension has a browser button for easy access. Okay, to Google Scholar from any web page. Okay, okay, so you can find uh, full text on the websites, blogs, or wikis. Okay. For example, you open one uh, Wikipedia related to your topic, or you want open one blog that related to uh, one specific author, one specific researcher. Okay, they have their own blogs, and then in their blog they share their research. Okay, and then you want to get a copy of it. Okay, so you can just use this Google Scholar button to to locate it inside Google Scholar. Okay, so you just select the title of the paper on the page you're reading and click the scholar button to find it. How you want to have this feature to be available? Okay. I will show you uh, later. So you'll get this top three results will be shown. You can click full screen in the lower left of the pop-up to see them all. Okay. <clears throat> okay. How you want to get your, uh, what we call it, Google scholar button. You can search in your Google, okay? You start in Google Scholar button. Okay. If you're using Microsoft Edge, uh, you can install it there. But I really encourage you guys to use Chrome, okay? Because Chrome is a Google Scholar product. So we're using Google, Google product for Google product, you know? 
So you click on this Google Scholar button, okay, okay, and then here you can add to Chrome, okay. Because now I'm using Chrome, so I'm adding this extension to Chrome, okay. So you just click Add Extension. So you will see this icon, this uh, motor, okay, hit with motor board on top on your top right side of your browser okay so how you want to use these uh, features let's say for example i'm reading information management on wikipedia okay so i get the information and then i want to cite it okay i want to cite certain part of the content of this uh, write up okay definitely you won't, you can't cite to wikipedia okay so you have to cite to a proper academic articles okay so what what you should do is go to the reference part okay and then for example this is the article okay that you are looking for okay while you're reading uh, up there just now so you highlight to the title of that article and then you click this button okay if it's available if it's available in google scholar so you, the result will be like this okay you have the pdf version as well okay because just now we set the level of links okay the level of links is there you have the all seven versions okay you have the you even have the cited by information and related articles okay so if you want to expand it you can click open results in new tabs okay so it helped us a lot in terms of saving our time because if this button is not available you have to you know highlight and then you copy this title and then you have to open your browser open new tab you know and then you key in your uh, you paste in your Google Scholar and then you click search. So uh, having this button is just highlight it and then you click on the button and then the result will be like yeah up to your face. Okay. Alright. So when you want to expand it, you click that uh, arrow. Okay. It will give you more. Okay. Alright. So this button really helped us a lot yeah, while searching for our uh, literature okay all right so format format references in widely used citation style press the code button in the pop-up okay if you see for example uh, when i click here okay you have this code button you can see yeah, the sample of uh, citation style okay there are five different citation styles in google scholar you have mle ape chicago harvard and vancouver okay where you also can uh, import it into big text and ref manager and refer okay all right okay while using Google Scholar, there are issues 
you know, the benefits, the limitation of Google Scholar. Okay. Number one is the search result where the free, because uh, what Google Scholar did is index, the way they index content of, or for articles for uh, any document yeah. on the net is a, a free text indexing. So it might include other articles, okay, which is not published by the author, you know, sometimes it's not limited to uh, certain author, but then it's been indexed, okay. And then the second one is the limiters. It uses uh, very simple limiters, okay, unlike databases. So you can't be, uh, you won't be able to limit your search results by type, you know, like uh, uh, you want to limit to full text or peer review content where these uh, features usually available in uh, databases for example like in, uh, Emerald, uh, Science Direct, yeah, you know, in ProQuest you can uh, limit your search result based on for example by type of the content you want to search for PDF so you can limit that so Google Scholars uh, doesn't have these uh, features yeah yeah and then the third one google automate because scholar okay and not standing that because this depends on the publishers uh, policy okay because certain publishers have this style of format for uh, author's name these publishers have this uh, type of for author's name, so it's not standardized. Yeah? For example, my name, Sharazafadli Musadi. To one publisher, I can have like one full name as a Malay name, but in another publisher, the policy state that okay, I have to be uh, have the surname Musadi, comma S F. Okay, so it's not standardized. And then the fourth one is Google Scholar citation format. Okay. It depends on the content where Google Scholar index uh, the sources. If it index from the publisher's version, usually the metadata of that article is complete. So you will have a, a proper citation format. If its uh, sources come from uh, ResearchGate, where the metadata is uh, depend on for example, myself, I put in them in my articles in ResearchGate. Okay, the metadata has been put into it; it's not complete. Okay, so it will affect the citation format of that particular article. Okay, and I do really suggest that when you download all these articles, you have to put it into your bibliography management tools. Okay. Because here in the library, we have Mendeley, we have uh, EndNote. So use these tools, okay, to properly manage your uh, citation of your uh, literatures, okay. So in conclusion, uh, do expect for improvement and better features are, are expected, okay. Uh, previously, the, the features, the the layer of Google Scholar is not very much uh, uh, mobile friendly, uh, but now when you open your Google Scholar inside your mobile phone, okay, the features are very nice, 
to look at too. Okay, and uh, the way you search is better than previously. Uh, it is a quick and easy to search tools uh, for you. Okay, and a very useful uh, research support tool. Okay, for us as a researcher. So depending on your information needs, okay. So you just select your resources when you do your uh, research uh, in Google Scholar using your keywords, okay. So it'll give you uh, sources that related to you because the source is based on the relevancy of your keywords, okay. It is available supplement, okay, but certainly not a substitute to databases because what Google Scholar do is just it indexes all databases, all uh, institutional repositories, all websites, you know, uh, into one place so that we can do searching uh, in one place. Okay? Back to the point of uh, benefit of us as a researcher uh, that I mentioned previously. And uh, last but not least is uh, more important than ever that researchers, okay, us as a researcher know how to search effectively and also think critically how we want to formulate our keywords okay so google scholar allow us to do that in your platform okay so with that uh, if you have any queries you can email to me shahzafari at gmail.com and also my two other colleagues okay uh, we have uh, Puan Husyati Hussein and also Noor Azlinda Wanjan Okay Okay, I see some uh, chat just now Okay uh, For example Okay Do you recommend using multi multi multiple keywords eh? instead of using advanced searching in Google Scholar Okay uh, If you have like two and three different keywords I really suggest you to use the advanced searching, okay? Because when you use a simple simple search box, uh, you'll be able to use it like having uh, two different uh, keywords. For example, I show you. searching for Malaysia for example and then you want to know about information literacy okay in Malaysia you'll be able to do that so when you click on on it so you have like this uh, results okay so you can uh, limit again like maybe like five years okay okay so when you have this keyword, it's meaning to say that you have one keyword as uh, exact phrase and then you have one keyword as it is. When you click to advanced search, you will see here, okay, find articles with all of the words. So any unquoted uh, keywords will be put inside here and for the quoted keywords will be put into exact phrase okay all right okay thank you panel asinda to answer the question 
So I think uh, we reach our end of our session. Okay. So if you have any queries, you can email to us, or you can also join our uh, our session uh, monthly session in PHS uh, library. And if you have any question, also you can raise your hand, so we can uh, unmute you to ask question. Yes. Okay. So raise your hand. Okay. So our click will un unmute you. So you can uh, ask question, okay? And then uh, please uh, give us feedback, okay, regarding this uh, webinar session. Uh, my colleague uh, has already uh, shared with you guys the links, okay? Do click on that link, okay? And then please give us feedback, okay? And yeah. Thank you for your time and good luck for your uh, journey, business journey. Okay. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and thank you very much. Nah, kalian.